Welcome everybody to the Nerdpool Podcast with the fat fool who loves Deadpool, your host, Jamie. The water's fine. Come on in. What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of the Nerdpool Podcast. Yes, it's me, it's me, it's the J-A-M-I-E, your 137,767th favorite podcast host and your Sherpa down the road of nerdiness. Now today's episode is going to be weird. And the only reason I say that is because I went in today not knowing what to talk about. I was completely stumped, had no idea. I was just going to wing it. Then I thought, Thor Ragnarok, teaser dropped. What a great, awesome teaser it is. But then I thought, no, I'm going to save that for later on when I can actually do a full episode of the story arc and the movie. Then, something hit me. I saw some news that the DC Extended Universe is pretty much canceling the Shazam movie. Uh, It's from what I read, DC and Warner Brothers didn't feel like they had a lot of confidence in the Shazam script. And they were probably going to move uh, Dwayne Johnson, who's going to be playing Black Adam into being the villain of the next Man of Steel movie. And upon reading that, I've decided that I wanted to talk about something. Um, I'm usually a little more upbeat with this, but today I'm going to vent a little bit. And it's about the DC Extended Universe, their movie-verse, which they are completely and utterly screwing up. Don't get me wrong, there's some good things. Batman v Superman wasn't completely terrible. We got to see Parademons. We got to see the Holy Trinity on the screen together in live action form. I mean, it was an awesome thing to see. Suicide Squad wasn't all bad. Harley Quinn, Deadshot. You know, they brought these these characters alive. People who have loved these characters, especially Suicide Squad, when you have characters that aren't as mainstream. People getting to see them, I understand why you love them. I actually enjoyed Suicide Squad, but... The thing I'm talking about here is the fact that the DC Extended Universe is letting us down so much from the fact that the Shazam movie probably isn't happening now to the fact that the Batman lost its original director, writer, producer, and star, Ben Affleck. He's going to still star in it as of right now. That could change at any time. Then they've got Matt Reeve. Matt Reeves is going to be a decent choice. I'm going to like to see his take on it. But they're playing merry-go-round with all of these directors. The Flash has been through four directors now. And I don't even know if they've officially announced who it's going to be. James Wan, who's supposed to be doing the Aquaman movie, has pulled out, came back on, pulled out, came back on. It's so crazy. And I think it's because... DC is trying to play catch-up so bad to Marvel right now that they're forgetting what Marvel did to get where they're at. Marvel didn't just throw it all together, put everybody in a movie, and say, here it is, love it. Marvel took a D-list character in Iron Man, a character that not many people liked, If you weren't a big comic book person, chances are you didn't like Iron Man that much. And they made that into a mega, multi-billion dollar 
movie franchise simply because they took the character and they made it the way it should have been. They stayed close to the core material. Marvel has always seemed like second fiddle to DC. And what I mean by that is if you read the comic books, DC's characters genuinely are more recognizable than Marvel. Marvel has their big one, which is Spider-Man. Spider-Man is the big gun that Marvel holds, near and dear. DC has Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash. You have these big names that if you say, instantly people know. Nowadays, it's a little different with Marvel. But back in the day, Spider-Man and X-Men were Marvel's two biggest properties. You had Fantastic Four. You had uh, The Incredible Hulk. You had Deadpool. You had um, Iron Man. But a lot of these weren't known. The, the biggest ones were X-Men and Spider-Man. And that's why uh, movie studios snatched those up. They took those. They made movies out of those. Because that's the characters everybody knew. They were making Batman movies and Superman movies, yes. But Marvel took a character, which they had the right to, and Iron Man, which was a D-list character, and they completely made a great franchise. They did great casting. Robert Downey Jr. was pretty much gone away at this point. He wasn't doing much, and they cast him and completely redid his career. And they've done that with Captain America, who, again, Captain America, if you read comics, people liked him, was a kind of stale character in the comic book. They took him. They took Thor, who again, Thor was kind of a stale character and a lesser known. And they made movie franchises out of this by staying close to the core material and putting out good movies. Whether you liked the first Avenger, Captain America 1, or Thor, or Thor 2, whether you like them, they were still good movies. They are good enough to bring you in and have you Enjoy them. Captain America 2, uh, The Winter Soldier, and Captain America Civil War are incredible. In the point where Marvel even took Guardians of the Galaxy, which was a comic book nobody knew about. I'll admit, guys, I didn't even know much about Guardians of the Galaxy. And they made that into one of my favorite Marvel movies ever. I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. But this is the problem DC is having. DC saw all this money Marvel was making... And they decided, we want some of that. So we're going to jump right in, and we're going to put out a slate of movies that's going to spread the next, at that point, I think it was six, seven years. And they started off there with Man of Steel. Man of Steel, directed by Zack Snyder. Man of Steel, they started off on a bad note. Man of Steel, I actually somewhat enjoyed Man of Steel. But the problem with Man of Steel was is that Superman is an upbeat character. He's bright. He's the shining beacon of hope and light. And in this, he was drab. I mean, the color was monotoned, and they made it so dark and gritty. And for Superman, that doesn't work. For a Batman movie, that's fine. That's what the character is. That's what the whole world in Gotham is. When it comes to Metropolis and Superman... Even though he does have a sort of tragic backstory, he's still supposed to be the shining beacon of hope. The bright, colorful hero that the world needs. The godlike figure. And they made it drab. They made it monotone. And then they, they just they didn't get 
they didn't get the heart of what it was. Next up, they end up coming out with Batman v Superman. The two Titans, their two biggest properties, are finally going to be on the same screen in a live action movie. This was their opportunity to make history. This could have been the biggest movie ever had they done it right. But instead, they rushed it out there. They didn't have the script right. They had so many plot holes in the movie that they had to release a extended version, which was over three hours afterwards, just to try to fill some of the plot holes that people were complaining about. And again, drab, monotone, just not no color, very dark and gritty, which for a Batman movie is fine, but again, Superman's not supposed to be that. And I know what they're doing with this, so you have to kind of bring it down. But DC is taking a bunch, well, instead of doing what Marvel did, which is what everybody's doing right now, they're going to have the Tran- Hasbro universe, is what they're calling it, Transformers and G.I. Joe and all that are going to be in the same universe. They are redoing the monster movie universe with Dracula movies and mummy movies and Frankenstein movies, and they're going to put them in a universe. They're even doing it with Godzilla and King Kong and the Jaegers from Pacific Rim. They're going to make that into a universe. They're taking the the layout of what Marvel did, and everybody's using this. And DC, instead of saying, you know what, let's follow this and build to something, we're just going to hire a bunch of A-list celebrities, put them in costume, and we're going to put them all in a movie. The second movie had Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman with cameos from Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg, Lex Luthor, Doomsday. You had all of this in the second movie in your universe, and you're wondering why this this didn't do as much. You crammed way too much into this movie. Instead of building blocks and a foundation to build your entire franchise, you just went gung-ho and put it out there. And that's the problem. Marvel made us care about every one of the characters. We cared about every Avenger leading in to the Avengers, which was a cinematic Marvel at that time, pun intended. It was great to see. We saw all of Marvel's top guys that they had at their in their repertoire because some of their uh, movie and properties or with other things. So they took the ones they had and they put them on screen and it was a great sight watching it circle. Instead of doing this, what did DC do? DC just crammed them all down our throat and expected us to go see it. Why? Because we're comic book fans. And you know what? We did. We went and saw it. And again, the movie is not completely terrible, but it's just way too much crammed into it. And when they did it like that, they accidentally set the tone for what's to come. Because now, after that, they led into Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, if you watch the trailers, Suicide Squad looked like it was trying to rip off what Guardians did. You take old rock music that people love, put it in a trailer with characters that some know, and they were more... The Suicide Squad character is actually a little bit more known than Guardians. They're actually a lot more known. Harley Quinn is highly known now. Deadshot was also known. Slipknot, maybe not so much. Captain Boomerang, if you're a Flash fan, you know Captain Boomerang. 
Killer Croc, if you're a Batman fan, you know Killer Croc. But this is the thing. They took that movie and they put it out there. And while that movie was okay, it still had a lot of plot holes in it that didn't make sense. They just put a bunch of big name actors, hired them, put them out there, and they said, make us a movie. And that's exactly what happened. They made that movie. The movie was okay. It made money. And it was a step up from Batman v Superman. But they still have not got their recipe down. Because it seems like they're playing catch up to Marvel. And they're trying so hard that they're forgetting what Marvel does. And Marvel makes a good movie. Marvel has a script that comes out that's close to what the comic book is. They can change stuff, but they change stuff to where we don't care that much. Because we get so involved in it. We care about these characters. And instead of making a script work to have your actors work with the script, they put actors in there and say, make the script work. And it doesn't always work. And it's not always going to be able to do that. that that's a problem. And then, next up, we have Wonder Woman. The Wonder Woman trailers look really good. Gal Gadot playing Wonder Woman. I was really apprehensive. She's done a good job. And I really hope this movie does good. Now, apparently, some of the things I've read, saying, there's critics saying that this movie isn't good. Which I'm not surprised. There is not one DC movie that has come out here recently that has gotten good ratings from the critics. This movie is going to make a buttload of money. And the reason that being is not only because it's Wonder Woman, but because it is the first official superhero movie that's helmed exclusively by a female. And that's not a bad thing. I'm actually looking forward to this movie. But I'm having a problem and I think this movie is going to underwhelm me just like the rest of them do. Because DC has a and Warner Brother has a bad problem of not having a script that is worthy of the character that's involved. And that's going to be an issue here. And I really hope it's not. The movie looks good. We're going to have to see. But then next comes Justice League. Okay. So that's four movies that are going to... Well, not counting Justice League, you've had three movies. Well, no, no. That's four. You're right. I'm for it. That's four. You have Wonder Woman. You have Suicide Squad. You have Batman v Superman and Man of Steel. Now, Suicide Squad has going to have nothing to do with this. That's an offshoot. So we're down to three movies. Three movies to build this. You have three movies to build your Holy Trinity up to leading to the Justice League. And what happened? You, sh- you shot your wad on Batman v Superman having every one of them appear. You could have had Wonder Woman in that. And I love the Wonder Woman part. She stole that movie. But when you added all of that, put Flash in it, did all of this, and you're having all these cameos, you're not having the suspense of seeing all these people on screen once. And, and this is going to be an issue because, again, they're playing catch-up. They're not trying to build the universe on a great foundation. They're trying to just set the house up and let's see if it works. And we're going to go see it. We're going to spend our money on it because we love these characters. But if you look at the trailer for Justice League... I don't understand where they're going with this. You have Batman being quirky and and having and playing jokes and being smart with his little smirks. That's not Batman. I don't understand where that character is, and I hope that's not into the movie. The part with him and Flash, it's the same exact scene from uh, Captain America: Civil War when Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man meets Peter Parker. That same awestruck, oh, oh, what, you know, uh, I'm an awkward kid who's looking for friends. 
and I need and the billionaires here saying he needs my help. I don't understand it where DC is going with this. I have a very bad feeling that Justice League is going to be a terrible movie because I don't think that they have the script ready. I don't think their script writers know what comic book fans want. I really am down and truly going to believe this. And I do not like saying this about Warner Brothers and DC. I love the DC characters. I love Green Lantern. I love Flash. I love Batman. I love Superman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg. I love all these characters. They are great characters, and they are on the most iconic team. You can say what you want about the Avengers, the X-Men, the uh, Fantastic Four, but the Justice League is an icon is probably the most iconic superhero team there is. And you you look like you have people writing the script who's never read a comic book. You you have people writing a script. It seems like that have never seen a comic book movie. Don't know what we want. That's the reason Ben Affleck left the Batman. That's the reason he left the Batman was because he said the script wasn't where he wanted and they're rewriting it. And then that's the reason that you're having Flash issues. If the Flash script was real good and people knew it, you would not have lost so many directors. You would not have a trouble finding this. The Shazam movie. I understand Shazam might be a difficult character, but if you had somebody writing the script who knew the character... You wouldn't have to cancel this and put Black Adam in the Superman movie because you have The Rock signed. You have Dwayne Johnson signed to do a superhero movie for you and you're scared to death he's going to go do a Marvel movie. If you let him out of that and say, we'll have to do this, he's going to go do a Marvel movie. No, Marvel will snatch him up. There, you, you, the, the scripts have to be right and you're cra you try to go so fast and cram so much to try to build upon everything that you forgot that what you should have done is set your core foundation. You should have had a Batman movie. You should have had a Superman movie. Wonder Woman, Flash. You should have set every one of these movies up to be their own thing, weave them in, and then give us Justice League so that we care about Flash, so that we care what happened to Cyborg. And where is Green Lantern? Green Lantern is a integral part of the Justice League. And you've made no mention of him. There's no casting for him. There's no there's no plans for his movie. His movie comes out in 2020. There's no there's no rumored actors there. No rumored script. No rumored director. And I know that's far out. But Green Lantern being one of your bigger name characters, you think you would want to kind of give us a little bit. Have him in the Justice League. Are you saving that for Justice League 2? I don't understand what Marvel and D I mean, not excuse me. I don't understand what DC and Warner Brothers are doing here. And then, with all the plethora of villains, you have you blew your wad with Lex Luthor and Doomsday. And I understand Doomsday can come back. That's the best part about Doomsday. You can kill him, and you can keep bringing him back. But you put Doomsday in the second movie. You did. You had Zod in the first one. The Zod thing, I understand, because that's one of Superman's main things. Lex Luthor, you cast wrong, and you wrote him silly, and it made no sense. You had all of this. You bl The Doomsday didn't look right. It didn't act right. It didn't work. You didn't need Doomsday. You brought him in, and now that, that surprise is gone. You have Darkseid, which I'm glad you're not doing Darkseid right away and blowing that, because that's that's their big bad. You have Brainiac. You have 
all of these, you have uh, Bane for Batman. You have the Joker. You have, what, what's some more villains? Sinestro. You have Black Adam. You have these big ones, and these big name villains that you can put. And it, uh, I know not using them right away, but you should have set up your other ones so that you lead to this. Because Doomsday was one of your bigger bad baddies in your repertoire, and you've already used him. To where if he comes back in another movie, it'll be cool, but it's not going to be the same. Like, okay, we've seen this. You've done this. We need something new. We have short attention spans now, nowadays. Especially people who are comic book movie fans. Not the comic book fans like I am and some of my friends are. I'm talking about the ones that just go to see comic book movies because that's what they know. They might go to a con now. They might read a comic book now, but they're not comic book fans. They're comic book movie fans. You're catering to that type of person. Somebody with a short attention span instead of catering to a core audience of people that got you there. And these scripts are not up to snuff with what we as fans want to see. You're having issues with directors. You're having issues with producers. You're having issues with your cast not wanting to be part of it simply because these scripts are not good. You're getting A-list celebrities and again, you're putting them out there and saying, make this script good instead of saying, here's a good script, make a good movie. This is the biggest problem DC and Warner Brothers have is they are trying so hard to make that big money, that instantaneous money. They're not thinking down the line. They're just setting up a slate of movies and saying, we're going to make these movies. But they're not saying, how can we set each one of these up to lead into the next one and connect them and make it all work? They're just saying, we're going to have a Batman movie and another Superman movie, and we're going to do Wonder Woman, and we're going to do a Cyborg movie, and we're going to do a Flash movie. And instead of saying, how can we connect the dots to make all of these work as one unit in one universe and make them work without giving too much right away, they're saying, make the movie, and we'll worry about it later. That's not the way it is. That's the reason the DC movies, while they're making money, they're making lots of money. That's the reason they're getting torn apart by people watching these. They're getting torn apart by critics. And this is the problem that they're going to continue to have until they realize that these scripts have got to work better than what they are. They have got to find people that are comic book fans. Have them write the scripts for comic book fans. Have these scripts work within the context of a story arc. A comic book is nothing but a story arc. Every comic book, whether it's a good arc or bad arc, has a story arc that has a beginning, middle, end. You have to have an end game. Marvel had phase one, two, three, four. And they always, when they did that, they had a beginning, they went through the middle, and they had an end game, and all of it connected like one big comic story arc. DC does not have that. DC and Warner Brothers do not have that. They are just casting big names to direct and star in these movies and saying people will go see it because of these people and because of the characters that they love. They were going to go see it, and we don't have to do our part. DC, this is an issue. 
this is a problem. You are not listening. I hope Wonder Woman is great. I hope Justice League blows me out of the water, and I love it. I hope you've learned from the issues you've had with Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman and Man of Steel. I hope you've listened to the fans and you say, wait a second, let's stop, pause, take a step back, and let's make sure that these scripts are absolutely perfect before we go to production and make a movie. That's what I'm hoping is happening now. I'm hoping Wonder Woman is great. I'm hoping Justice League is awesome. And I'm hoping the Batman movie, Flash movie, Aquaman, I hope all these movies are just incredible. But I have to admit, my faith in, in Warner Brothers and DC to produce these epic movies that I, I really am hoping for is very, very low. And I'm hoping that they change my mind. Because I really want to love these movies. I really want this extended universe to work. I really want to see these villains and these characters that I've loved for so long on the big screen together fighting and just enjoy it. And not be turned off by a bunch of plot holes, by a bunch of acting from actors who are phoning it in, and from bad scripts. I really hope they listen. And I really, truly hope I have been wrong about all this. I hope that they've learned from their experiences and that the movies from here on out are going to be just epic, incredible, storytelling comic book movies. But we'll have to wait and see. Now, I know that that's a little different. This episode's been a little different, and the reason I said that is because I'm usually happy, go lucky. Went on a little rant there, got a little upset, and it's just because of that Shazam it just some about that just made me upset that they didn't have faith in a script that's that far out and a character that's actually really a cool concept if you get down to it and we'll just see how it goes i mean i'm going to see him regardless so it doesn't matter but i just really hope warner brother and dc i i really hope that they can make figure out the formula for this extended universe to work and I'm telling you right now, dark, monotone, and drab is not the way to go. It's not, it's not going to work. Certain characters, work, it's not going to work for your entire universe. And I really hope that's not the way they're going. Because if it is, they're going to be in trouble. Alright, people. Uh, the rest going to wrap it up for today's episode. Uh, thank you again for listening. You can catch me on Twitter, at NerdPoolPod. Uh, you can catch me on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash nerdpoolpodcast. You can go there and catch up on all the previous episodes. Uh, I want to thank you again for stopping by the Nerdpool Podcast. And just remember, come on in. The water's fine.